Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them, including a special series with narrator Shane East. The Audiobook Lovin' Podcast is brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. Hey everyone, so we're going to do things a tad bit different with this episode. It is the first time that we have multiple guests, and it's also... Kaylee Loring, Mackenzie Cartwright, and Connor Craze. So Mackenzie and Kaylee are infamously known for their sense of humor. They're hilarious. You guys have heard the previous episodes and interviews that I've done with them, and I'm sure with other places, plus, you know, how they narrate and Kaylee, how she writes her books. Connor is another one that, while it may come across shy, he's actually hilarious and hysterical. So add those three together, and yeah, I was literally busting out laughing and having to move away from the mic many times because I wanted, it was just, I was like, I'm not going to be loud. But anyways, so this episode is going to be a little bit different in that I'm going to not do as much editing so you guys can get the actual feel of almost like really just hanging out with us. I think that with everything that's going on in our world, it'd be nice to just hang out with a group of friends. And this is how this episode really felt. It was literally about just hanging around with friends and just chit-chatting and catching up and asking questions and, you know, from there. The other thing, too, is at the beginning of this episode, before I do the official intro, so it's a sort of a behind the scenes, and we were thinking about keeping that solely for the Patreons, but again, I thought it would be a good gift for all the listeners to enjoy this, and Patreons will get other goodies, so don't worry about you guys, I got you. But again, I think it's something different where you're just kind of walking into a conversation when you're joining a group of friends. Similar to when you're hanging out with friends, you're having a great time and time flies by. This episode got a bit long and instead of doing it all at once, I talked to Kaylee and we think it would be a great idea to divide it into two parts. Today you'll have part one and part two will air on December the 11th. So in just two weeks, promise time will go by fast. We hope that you'll enjoy this episode. It's, again, different from your traditional audiobook loving episodes in the past, but again, so much fun. And it's also a little gift from me to you guys, the listeners, with the upcoming holidays coming, and I thought that you guys would enjoy this. So I hope that you do. Um, And here we go. Everybody can hear me okay? Hear each other okay? Mm -hmm. You sound amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Good. Um, just so you guys are all returning guests and so we'll do the quick intro, um, and I'll kind of introduce that we're playing off a little bit about the fact that Kaylee's upcoming release is called The Very Bossy Christmas and go from there. Kaylee, you have all your questions for, for the, uh, the narrators ready? I do. I mean, you know, it's not <laughs> tons of them and there's so many from the listeners and I don't have short answers, so... <laughs> We'll do what we can. Yeah. No, it's fine. They know that the it was we were being cool with asking them if they had any questions. So, you know, we can go with yours first and then kind of go into I have them here as well. The ones yeah. from the group that the, the listeners rather. And um, we can go from there. You're basically in charge after I do the intro and then I'll tell <gasps> <Big> you. Mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> no, no pressure. Yeah. Honestly, you guys, we can just like hang out. Yeah. I don't want to be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not Charlie Rose. I'm not going to get drunk and hit on you. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, then well, I'm not going to yeah. stick oh, around. That's, that's it. I was promised yeah. drunk and hitting, hitting on this. 
I just organize and get people here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's the other thing too. She does, Kay Kaylee mentioned how she wants this to be a, a nice relaxing conversation, ebbs and flows. So, <laughs> so, be, so be nice and relaxed. Yeah. I'm not nervous <laughs> at all. I didn't say anything about relaxing. <laughs> I don't my, uh, my mom was an EEG tech at a, mm -hmm. at a hospital and she worked with this Russian woman. And I don't know if you know EEG, but they measure brain waves. Mm -hmm. And so people would be in various states of relaxation and the Russian woman would always be like, relax now <laughs> and my mom thought it was the funniest thing that was her that was her mm -hmm. russian way of relaxing the people oh gosh yeah that's a no-no <laughs> but um but yeah so we can start whenever you guys are ready and i have a post-it note on my computer that says mackenzie 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 so yeah, thank you thank you i should i should find a way to to, oh, to maybe can i change my hold on hold on wait wait edit Rename, rename. Here we go. Here we go. This will be easy. Well, I don't even. I'm not even Mackenzie. You're done. Oh, there it is. Rename. Done, done, done. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then let me take edit profile picture. We'll just. Really, we're, we're not doing the video or anything. We're just oh. recording audio. So yeah. that's. Okay, great. Thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I do not want to worry about what my hair looks like. Thank you um <laughs> love you guys appreciate um, it but yeah no <laughs> but what color is it today oh uh, I, just so i have a visual i put more i uh, the purple was going away and it was a bit very lilac-y like almost white so i put more purple back on there and so sure. that took over a little bit more of the blue but the blue's still there so all right but yeah Good. so you're fine. i still got purple and blue hair you're fine <laughs> you're fine I like it. I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's different. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> As Connor stays completely quiet, like, I don't know what these girls are talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on women <laughs> that I would like to share. <laughs> so let me just chime in here. Your hair situation, Connor. Uh, it's way longer now. I shaved it at the beginning of quarantine. Um, and now it's pretty long and I have a pretty big beard so i've gone the opposite way wow yeah. well isn't november no shave november isn't it supposed to be anyways yeah no yeah no yeah well october was supposed to be sober as well and i didn't follow that either. <laughs> <laughs> are you so. enjoying a manhattan right now no i what? am re recovering from last night I went a little overboard last night, so Interesting. unfortunately, Interesting. I'm not, and I'm and I'm older now, so I can't <laughs> I can't rally the way I used to. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so far, this is totally disappointing for everyone. I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> Mackenzie, are you drinking? I drank last night as well. And okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Was, was guys. there like a romance narrator <laughs> online party that we weren't invited to? I know, no, right? I think it was just something, something in the air. I think everybody needed. A I I, I agree night, with right? Mackenzie because mm -hmm. I I really felt it last night. I was like, yeah. I need to blow off some steam, which like often on Fridays or Saturdays I'll have a couple of drinks or whatever. But I definitely was feeling like. Yeah, I need to 
I need to Wait, relax. But Connor, I didn't do it the I didn't do it quite the most responsible way because I I didn't go into it with a plan. <laughs> mm. So I I I mixed my alcohols. <laughs> oh. And at one point rookie I went move. Yeah, it was a rookie move. It was it was a rookie mistake. And at one point I just kind of like perused the cabinet and I just went, <laughs> what's in here? Oh, what no. can I make? <laughs> oh no. Margarita mix, red wine. It was it was delicious, actually. Bailey's. Well, so yeah. what what was the order? What did you do? So <laughs> I so I <laughs> No. I made <laughs> I made my own drink. I had my own fun. I went and made, um, I took, I took St. Germain, um, which is an elderflower liqueur from France, mm -hmm. which is very delicious. And then I added a little, um, fresh squeezed orange juice and then a little fresh squeezed lemon juice. And I put a little club soda on top of that. And then I muddled some raspberries together. And wow. Fancy. Goodness. I take it back. You're a pro. <laughs> but the problem yeah. is I started I started the evening with a, a little, you know, a little wine. So I, I mixed yeah. booze and wine, which is such a rookie mistake. So I I screwed it up. Did you but, I, but it was a happy ending. It was it was a happy There you go. Mm hmm I woke up the next morning and went, Oh that was delicious. <laughs> no i didn't i had a headache who am i kidding <laughs> now we know where everyone stands yep now what everybody's having for drinks Kaylee, are like, you drinking um i'm not because when i drink i am so fucking adorable very few people <laughs> can handle it oh i, just, I see okay. i don't want to do that to you Okay. Wow. For You're one of the kindest people I've ever met. I, honestly, I'm going easy on you tonight. Nope. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I'm already wearing sunglasses because I can't take your brilliance. So <laughs> I, I appreciate that, too. Cool. <sighs> <laughs> See how this is going to go? I was going to say that this is all this before we officially start. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're not... We're not, we ha you haven't pressed record yet? I did. Oh, hell, I, I pressed record <laughs> a while recording. ago because again, this is I, for the patrons. <laughs> probably, yeah. I mean, I was going to ask permission if you guys are cool with us, you know, using this stuff for any extra goodies and stuff like that. But, um, yes, yeah, no. yeah. for yes. sure. <laughs> they already have a cocktail recipe from me. Come exactly. on, exactly. So, yeah, you probably won't even remember what you had, and now you have now we yes. have it officially, yeah. <laughs> And I'll see if I can jot it down in the notes so we can have it in writing and I can create a, a graphic for it and stuff People for you. People will ask. Yeah. For <laughs> Pinterest. Yes, they will. <laughs> How do you, okay, is it Pinterest? Is it Pinterest? What is it? Pinterest. Okay. At least I say Pinterest. That's what I thought. Making sure. Yeah, I also I, have very strong opinions about <laughs> women's hair pronounced. and how Pinterest, Pinterest is pronounced. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's here. many Connor inspired, you know, inspirational boards there. So don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Based on the different characters that you've, you know, recorded. My many hats. Exactly. Your many yeah. hats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, guys. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. And welcome to season two, episode six of the Audiobook Living podcast. Today is a very special episode as we have returning guests with us, author Katie Loring, and narrators Mackenzie Cartwright and Connor Craze. Welcome guys to this very special episode. 
Yay! Thank you for having us. Mm -hmm. Of course, you guys are some of my favorites. And so when this opportunity came up, I was like, yes. But the reason we're also kind of playing a little bit of homage to um, Kaylee's upcoming release titled A Very Bossy Christmas. Sorry, um, I thought you said Amish. <laughs> I was like, this is not going to be Amish. No, no, no. <laughs> That's Connor's other opposite. pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, verily. Yeah. Raise the barn. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kaylee, why don't you tell us a little bit about this upcoming release that they're narrating for you? What? Um, okay, well, it's called A Very Bossy Christmas, and it's a uh, kind of fake dating, grumpy boss Christmas romance. And uh, it's really funny and kind of steamy, and people seem to really enjoy it. And I think it's <laughs> going to be really amazing in mm -hmm. audio. Yeah, that's really heavy anticipated in audio. So we're, we're eagerly Eesh. waiting for it. Yeah, the steamy it, it's 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 bubbling. If I if I might, uh, if the I might, the steam is bubbling. The steam, the steam. <laughs> can I quote there. you on that on it's, my website? You can, you can. <laughs> just just make sure you use a really cute font because I'm all about really cute fonts. It'll be comic stuff. No, no, oh, no, uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, oh, she she beat me to it. She beat, I was gonna make a Comic Sans joke and oh. Sorry, <laughs> I'm out of here. Bye bye. Door shutting. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. All right, the graphic designer in me. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's steamy. It's bubbly. It's so much fun. Oh, I love it. I I love I love Kaylee Loring books. Can I just say it? Can I just? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mind hearing you say it. I. <laughs> I love your work. I'm a huge fan. I'm not, I'm not just a narrator. I'm also a fan. <laughs> I, I just love your characters. And every time I get to the end, I'm like, what could possibly be new spring? She's, she's done all the best people, all the best lines, <laughs> all the fun, the best dialogue. And then, and then there's yeah. something new. And I just, I, I loved recording this one, especially for Christmas, you guys, especially during quarantine. It's so <laughs> great to just get in the yeah. spirit of the yeah. holidays. I, uh, I sent, can I say the email I sent you, Kaylee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to write Kaylee an email after I, uh, after I recorded. And I was like, you, you are one of the best writers of men that I've read. Um, the book was awesome to read. It is some of my best work that I've done, and it's because the material is so awesome. So uh, I can I can highly highly recommend this one. Oh, you guys! Um, and by the way, the headline of that email was "You Rock." Just so we don't <laughs> leave anything out. <laughs> because just to clarify, true. I just need people to understand true. how much. He thinks I rock. Yeah, okay. I do. I really okay. do. Connor, Connor inspired me to now look over my email back and forth. Which, <laughs> guys, I okay. Here's one. Here's a, here's a header. Brain over Cannavale question. This was before she started reading it, though. That was a really this sad was, one. I was like, this does not bode well. Oh no! Oh no! 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 No, it was just it was it was, we were we were calling each other nice names in Italian. It was really really cute, and um, <laughs> yeah, there were, there were voice 
memos involved. There were voice memos involved. <clears throat> and then I think I wrote, holy cripes, that guy is hot. Yes, he um, did. Yes, and I then, did. <laughs> and then you sent me a picture of your finger touching the model's butt. <laughs> oh, what? Okay, I did not realize. Well, but not literally his butt, but the image of his butt on the cover. Okay, the image clear. of his butt on the cover, I just want to say, for, I'm not crazy. When you, when you look, you know, you follow the torso down and then you just keep going. <laughs> and it, you know, I, and, and then it starts to fade and I was like, you, you tease, like, oh, you put it right I will send you the original. I actually posted the original in my um, Facebook group for my readers on release day because there yes. was a lot of, oh there were a lot of questions about how far down the, the original image actually went. And so. They got to see exactly how far time it went. And it's not as far as you might hope, but it's, there are tan lines. Let me just say that. I found one more. Okay. I found one more email heading that I'll share with people. I wrote, spit out my coffee. I was this child. And yes. it, <laughs> I, I cannot tell you, I actually nice. squealed when I was in the booth and I got to, <laughs> when I got to chapter eight, that's all I have to say. <laughs> were you were you with Kaylin when you were recording? Like, was she? Yes, she was. She was on the line. She, usually, she's in my house, but um, because of quarantine, not anymore. But um, yeah, I'm sure. I I'm sure I just just spit out the levels. I'm sure I just went into the red zone. <laughs> Poor thing, was she's so listening funny. on the other end. Yeah, you um, you have a way of writing. Uh, writing juvenile characters, writing children and teenagers the, with, a, with a hand that is so deft and so sensitive. I saw myself in these, in these, in all the young people that you write. Um, because of uh, last, last few books have had some single parents. Yeah, the them. last three all had uh, very young kids, like um, six, seven. And I wanted to do another one for this one because I found out how good you are at doing kids. And I wanted to do one that was a little bit older, but still cute. And I mean, I've only heard a few chapters so far of the, um, the recordings, but I mean, your Piper voice is so cute and so <laughs> charming and just hilarious. And like the way Piper says, but, and she says, but a lot. Yes. <laughs> she really likes butts. <laughs> but it's just, so perfect. She, but I so, would love, I would love for Piper and um, uh, Tina on Bob's Burgers to, yeah. So Tina to, Belcher, T Tina Belcher, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tina Belcher is uh, Piper is kind of a combination of Tina Belcher and me, and apparently also Mackenzie, and probably a lot of romance readers <laughs> because they seem to be really <laughs> embracing this character. Yeah, let's just say to everybody listening out there, you are going to hear yourself. <laughs> You're going to hear your own <laughs> inner thoughts, your very inner thoughts, um, <laughs> thought aloud and sometimes spoken aloud by these characters at various ages. So uh, kudos to you. Wait, I'm, so I'm raising my glass. Since, but you don't have a glass. That's what's so disappointing. Oh, no, you? no, right here. Oh, you do? Okay. It's, it's right. plastic, but don't tell anybody. Okay. Secret safe for me. So, so it sounds like you have the emails in front of me. Uh, how would you feel about 
doing a reading of one of the emails that you sent because like not just the heading because so so piper she's like super into boys butts and she writes fan fiction and at first when i started writing it i was like am i gonna get away with this and then i was like well fuck it if people don't love piper then they don't love me and um and then i got this wonderful email from mackenzie when she was reading the book and and she was like this that she was this child and then she um shared with me a bit of a little oh my god oh i know what you're talking about okay 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 this is awful this is so awful but it was but in so a awesome. way that like your adolescence is awful in a way that like is seared into your brain and you will always remember these things that you wrote or some, something that somebody said to you oh okay um so i wrote do you want me to write that i was a shitty writer that that one well yeah although i don't happen to agree i think it's very very good Okay. All right. And I remember this word for word because oh, you know, wow. embarrassing. So I, I was a shitty writer, but for, well, first of all, I wrote Kate to Kate, to Kaylee, spit up my coffee. I was this child. And I showed her the, the top of chapter eight, where we discovered that Piper is writing fan fiction. God bless. I was writing fan fiction too, but I didn't know that's what it was called because we didn't have a word for it then. Yeah. And Kaylee writes, me too. We're soulmates, which I, I actually think we are too. So I wrote to her, I was a shitty writer, but much better at acting out stories, LOL. And I remember this sentence that I wrote and I thought it was the height of wit slash noir. Picture me as like a 13 year old kid. Okay, anyway, you get it. He put his feet up on the desk and opened each letter with the dangerous letter opener he had. One by one, he opened his bills, each like the other. Then suddenly, he opened a letter and looked closely at the paper. He didn't recognize the handwriting. No wonder it was typed. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, I thought, I'm like, I thought that was like the height of writing. <laughs> like, mom, dad, look but at you know, that. But you know what I get from that? is just how beautiful that man was because he yeah. was so dumb that it took him a moment to recognize that type wasn't handwriting. But I'm like, man, he must have been really, really good looking. Good looking. Like, so good looking. Amazing. He's like, wait a minute, that's a typewriter. And he's like, and he's flexing his abs and stuff. Is that how you would read that character, Connor? I mean, I'm just taking notes. I, I got to listen to the writer. I got to listen to what what they're giving me in the note, like uh, reading between the lines, which is like, it took this guy a while. We were like, wait a minute, you can't fool me. That's a typewriter. <laughs> yeah, I you thought know, that was a person with really neat handwriting, the way girls sometimes do, but there's no hearts over these eyes. That's a typewriter. <laughs> yeah. All the notes yeah. that girls write to him have hearts over the well, eyes. Well, I mean, he's a very attractive man. Not very quick, amazing, but attractive. But Yep. Yeah. Yep. Connor, so. we, we hadn't met then, but obviously I was thinking of this guy being narrated by your voice, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I really hope so. Uh, so just so you're not the only humiliated person here so far. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I wanted to be a cartoonist. So I drew a lot. Um, I didn't actually write <clears throat> fan fiction, but like I 
in my preteen years, I was obsessed with Archie comics. So I drew dirty Archie comic strips. <laughs> oh my like, God. I love like, that so much. Like not naked ones, but I drew like Archie and Betty and Archie and Veronica making out and stuff. <laughs> but there would be a story too. Um, and I was like so ashamed of these drawings. I would burn them in the sink when my parents were around, but I couldn't stop doing it because I just loved drawing pictures of people kissing. And, you know, <laughs> cut to. And a romance I, author was born. And stopped writing about people kissing. He opened and I'm the no comic. Wait a minute. This isn't approved Archie Comics. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't syndicated in my newspaper. <laughs> Something's off. <laughs> like it was drawn especially for me and my private thoughts. <laughs> But I just, I haven't talked about this with anyone, but I just know there are other people out there who did Dirty Archie comics. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> you are not okay. alone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. If anybody out there. Thanks for your support. And want to give Kaylee some support, do let us know if you. you Caller know. number oh. one. <laughs> What do you have to say? Uh, Great, she's gonna so she's gonna write me in and kill Christmas. me. Maybe. <laughs> um, was Bossy Christmas what you were expecting it to be, or were you like surprised? I have a feeling you thought it would be kind of like broad comedy, or would you call it broad comedy? <laughs> Who is this to? Um, Connor, oh, who has never read my books before. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't. This is my first one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, it was really, yeah, deft is the right word. Mackenzie used the right word. It was, uh, it wasn't that broad. I guess I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting more broad. But it was very, yeah, it had a really, really nice tone to it. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really easy to do in the best way possible, where it's just effortless to be like. Is it, is, yeah. is it challenging to read some of my prose passages, though? Because like, I write kind of weird, unexpected sentences, I think. I, uh, if I remember correctly, I don't know. Yours was one of, by far one of the easier ones. And maybe it's really? maybe yeah. I think maybe partially it's because your rhythm is clear. Like you have a very yeah. clear rhythm, a very clear energy. It's very uh, you, and then it's and and it's consistent. So once you tap into that, that stays. Where that's not always the case with every writer. Um, so so yeah, that made it that made it really the really effortless because the characters were so sharp and the energy was so clear and the rhythm was so was so tight so i don't i don't oh, remember having good. any issues with the sentences no that's very well good maybe there's a pile of fuck up somewhere you know but i added all those out so <laughs> nobody will know yeah. and for us as for us as actors the change you know having a long prose section is great because it trans it it uh it goes against the rat-a-tat dialogue and creates a great dynamic shift for us that is so fun to play mm -hmm. what is mm -hmm. what whatever i get bogged down 
is if a writer is just all the same, just you know, everything is the same rhythm, everything's the same thing, and you find yourself almost lulled into it. But you, you've got internal feelings, you've got um, great internal monologues, you've got snappy dialogue, uh, introspective moments with then great, uh, great descriptions that are so um, evocative and start a picture <laughs> going in your head. And then you're back to snappy dialogue. So there's no place to, I don't want to say there's no place to rest, but there's no, there's no sitting back and, hmm, and then this happened. You know, it just, it just goes right along like a really great movie or a TV episode. Just well, Yeah, along those lines, I, I don't feel the reason it's easier is I don't have to carry anything where it's like I'm just as much carried by the text as vice versa. So like when it when there are those shifts and there are, there is that rhythm to it, that energy, I'm never lost in well what am I doing with this piece? Like what am I where where are we? You know, sometimes there'll be dialogue and I'll have to make, you know, in a in a different section I'll or a different book, I'll have to make a decision of like, well, where do I think this character's coming from in with this book, it was it was clear the entire time. So, wow, yeah, well, we really shouldn't tell you just how easy you make our jobs in a way because <laughs> well, <clears throat> I do. You know, I I was kind of trained to write for actors for my whole adult life. It's kind of like because I don't know if you know this because you're a screenwriter, was, right? Yeah, I was a professional screenwriter for like 15 years. Like, yeah, of course, and it should duh, ding, ding, ding. Well, it, but like I didn't, it didn't, I didn't realize that I could still write for actors as a romance author. Like that was like the one thing that I missed when I quit screenwriting. And then, uh, you know, with the first, uh, I mean, I didn't actually start, like I hired you and Teddy for the first mm -hmm. two self-published books um, <clears throat> after I had written them. But then with Back for More, that was the first book where I had like booked you guys before I started writing it. And I was actually writing for the narrators, like with the narrators in my head and writing to your strengths, but also trying to challenge you because I'm kind of a dick. But I like to challenge myself with every new project too. So it's just, I think it has totally <clears throat> helped my writing too um, with these novels because it's a, uh, you know, the transition from being a screenwriter to being a novelist is not a smooth one in terms of like the actual format. But anyways, like I, I still don't have the final files yet. So I've only heard five chapters and the 50 <clears throat> second clip of Jingle Bells, which we'll get to. But like, I just, <laughs> I just want you guys to know how overjoyed and like, honestly stunned I am by what I've heard so far. Like I already had high expectations, but you've just exceeded them. And like, I always get really emotional because I mean, it's just, it's such an honor to hear actors read my writing in a way that complements and enhances it. And it's just, it's such an interesting kind of connection because, you know, I know you're just great actors doing your job, but like I put so much of myself into these books and it, and it feels like you get me. So it's just, <laughs> it's really, so thanks for not being shitty. And it just, it always feels like, I'm getting the most awesome Christmas gift ever when I hear my audiobooks, but with this, this one, it really feels like that, you know? I can't, I really can't wait to hear every other chapter because there's like fun stuff in every single one of them that I'm just dying to hear how you guys perform them. 
I, I will say that I got to listen to a little bit of that too. And it's not just because she's talking about her own work. It was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, really, really good. Yeah, no, it really Thank is. Thank you, Viviana, because we're all like, well, we really acted it really well. And, um, it's like, you wrote it really well. And it's like, could we have done a better job? I don't think yeah, so. I, think so. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of what we could be better at what we do. And it's really hard to find a place where we even come up short even a little bit. So, yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> And, and in case anybody's wondering, the person who is the bossy person in the Christmas, it's Connor. It's Connor's character, um, well, the, bo the bossy one. He's well, the bossy one, but is Maddie the boss of him? That's the oh, question. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, that's a really good question. Hmm. Did you not catch that in the reading of it? Because it kind of sounds like you played it that way. <laughs> Well, you have to you have to believe for every moment what well right that behind behind every man in charge is a is a woman who's exactly. you know who's really pulling the strings <clears throat> I, I don't know but which is they, one of the themes of this book honestly yeah it is it is and I that's so funny because I remember I worked I one of my jobs I was a temp in New York City once and. Um, mm -hmm. I worked for some really high level people. I was a personal assistant for um, some really high people at one of the high finance places like Bear Stearns, Goldman Sachs. One wow. Of those and you want to talk about power. You want to talk about $3,000 Italian suits walking around and making do and all that <laughs> stuff. But I still I remember the woman who trained me, the, the assistant, the secretary who trained me. She was she she was the one I was scared of. She was the she was the one who felt like kept all these guys in line. And one day, so I had a week of training with her, and I remember on the like the third day in, I saw the largest bouquet of roses I think I'd ever seen on her desk it was it was probably two and a half dozen which is huge like it yeah. takes two people to move a um to move a glass vase with two and a half dozen or three dozen roses in it yep and it's huge you can't see it's like four feet tall and um I remember looking at her and being like oh like are those your flowers and she gave me the she was like Mona Lisa she was just like hmm <laughs> and I was like, this lady's got a story, man. She, she really does. But she, you know, she was an assistant. She was. Do you think it was from one of the partners thanking her for. I don't know. Saving their life. Basically? I don't know. They were, they were red roses. So <clears throat> That's I, true. I don't know. Like, I don't know what her, what her I, I, deal I, was. I see a, a, you know, a, a story being written here, Mackenzie. <laughs> There's always a story being written, Viviana. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but this is an office, you know, it kind of starts in the office where, she, you know, she's the assistant and he's the boss. And I yeah. think that um, a lot of people, uh, again, I'm similar to Mackenzie, I've been in that position before. And sometimes yeah. we are the, you know, the people that kind of have to let people go through and stuff. So sometimes the, the running joke is, well, you know, they're the boss, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, wait, so, so Mackenzie, I've, so I heard the first three chapters and I've heard chapter 21 and 27, which were um, a, oh, jolly, wow. a jolly cannavale Christmas and deck the halls. Right. I have not heard the sexy times yet. Um, 
but so there are some accents I haven't heard yet, but I wanted to hear Mackenzie do Aunt Mill's Staten Island accent. And it is, it is just a tour de force. And I had to keep pausing it because I was laughing so hard. Are you, are you able to conjure her up for Oh my God. You mean, you mean, uh, is, wait, what, what, what was her name? I forgot. Uh, Aunt Mel. Aunt Mel. Aunt Mel. She's got, she's got everything going on. She, she, uh, she, you just figured this lady would have the rollers in her hair and she'd have the long, um, the long, you guys remember in that movie Fight Club, how, uh, how, uh, <laughs> Brad Pitt had that robe with three cups of steaming coffee on it. <laughs> you figured like she was the original who had the cups of coffee on her yes. robe and yes. she would have like a, maybe a cigarette, you know, dangling between her fingers. I, I mean, I could just Possibly. see this woman. So, and she was like the sharpest cook. <sighs> smart, smart lady. Staten yeah. Island, represent. Yeah. I mean, it was just so amazing. And every now and then you would like yell a word. <laughs> it was totally unexpected. <laughs> it was just so insane and perfect. And like, I, it's probably my favorite accent you've done so far. But I also, I haven't heard the Ukrainian landlady yet. Oh, Ukrainian landlady. So yes. good. So much fun to so do. So cute. <laughs> she loves she just wants everybody to get along you know everybody yeah, she, you love. need men you need to eat <laughs> eat a little bit more you, you, have, you, you don't you don't know no one wants skinny mm. who wants skinny it, it does nothing trust me i know <laughs> <laughs> so cute oh. So then I heard the one from like Declan's POV when he takes Maddie to his parents' house for dinner. So I got to hear Declan's ma and it's so perfect. And in my character sheet, I wrote that she's from Boston, but she's lived in Ohio for decades. And I was like, so you can give her as much of an accent as you want. And I've learned now that if I say that, an actor is always going to go I'm just going to go. go. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to give it a slight touch. But it's Get wonderful. Out of here. It's yeah. totally yeah. wonderful. No, I went, I went full, like, yawky <laughs> way. Like, yeah, yeah. The yelling from a, from a window across the sidewalk, yeah. having a conversation. Are you yelling? Yes. No, we're just talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's so great. And I haven't I haven't heard Billy Boston yet, but it's just it's so good. And then I wanted to hear how you did Eddie since I'm writing him now. And I had already written how you doing for him in chapter two of this next book. And so I was delighted to hear the way you did it in this one. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and I heard a couple of Irish toasts, too. So that was very nice, which, by the way, I. I had already written. I had already written like half of the book by the time I saw your your live video thing in Connor's cuties, and I had uh, <laughs> and and just like there was just so much talk about the Boston and the Irish and the singing and stuff, and I felt a lot of pressure because at, originally there were just going to be a couple of like Irish people at the end, and so I mm. went back and I added in the the Irish toasts so that you could hear it throughout, and then I. I believe I had him mutter something in an Irish accent during a sexy time scene because yep. I mean, why yep. not? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're welcome, ladies. Yes. I was just about to say thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, so but did you guys have to like pause for laughter at all in any of the chapters or are you just like stone cold professional <laughs> stone narrators? Cold stone. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah, we really sound like stone cold professionals. So <laughs> uh, I've started a, to think. Sorry, go ahead. just really quickly, I will tell you there is a folder um, on my computer that says Mackenzie breakdowns that um, <laughs> that are featured just those kinds of things. Mm. Um, can you add it to my Dropbox immediately? <laughs> Can they see the Dropbox that I have access to? <laughs> For the right price. No, there's some, there's some, just there's some awful swearing in there. I wouldn't want to subject you to that. But yeah, there's a, a whole lot of- Who are you talking to? Hello? <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you're talking to here? <laughs> Fucks or commas in the Katie Loring book. It's true. They're very fun to say. But there's something about swearing when it's an author writing the words for your character, and then there's something about it being yourself. I don't know. I'm not sure. But... Right. Um, and so Connor's performance of Drunk, Jingle Bells, which yes, has been yes. slightly hyped for this, is it's. Yeah. I've only heard the like 50 second clip of it. And it is quite honestly outstanding and just like so much better than I was expecting, but you totally nailed it. And I had written in the text that he like plans to see it like Dean Martin. And then I wrote it like Bill Murray and I didn't give you a note about that or anything, but you managed to blend <laughs> Dean Martin and Bill Murray into your performance. And it is uh, totally fantastic. It, was, it did have a little bit of a theme from Jaws in there. <laughs> yeah yeah there was a little bit of that in there and you know what i didn't i don't think looking back on it that was there but that was not the intent of the time but i was just like this guy being a little too full of himself you know because <laughs> he's got a little bit too much of the sauce and so yeah it was very it was very bill murray does the theme from jaws yep oh my god <laughs> did you try out different versions or? um you know i i had a i had i tried the ending a couple different ways um, <laughs> which by the way you stuck that landing man <laughs> well and you know you know what's funny i i'm pretty sure i'd have to go back i think i used the first one um, really yeah i've i've noticed that i've tried it a few yeah. times where where maybe something didn't quite go uh or i thought i'm like oh let me try that again and i'll go back and i'll listen to it in editing not just with your book, but with other books. Yeah. I'm like, well, let me let me see. And I've always found that I take the first take. Um, yeah. Very rarely have I have I done the next take. And it's just something about like, yeah, maybe it's not perfect, but the energy that was there, I I can't. It's tough to recreate that like the first yeah. time, you know, <clears throat> saying it, um, you know, and and doing that song. I was like, well, I'm up there, I'm singing the song. You. In real life, you get one crack at it. So <laughs> I, I was just feeling it, like whatever the thing was. And uh, and yeah, I, I I did the ending, I think, a few times, but I wasn't any happier than, than what I did the first time. Interesting. Um, so yeah, <laughs> hopefully people enjoy it. I'm sure they will. I, I think they will. I mean, <laughs> I've, shared, I've shared it with Viv and I've shared it with like two other ladies who are huge fans of yours that I trust. and. <laughs> It's very hard to listen to less than 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I've listened to it 
I was going to say, I think more number was higher. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm way up in the double digits now. <laughs> um, he casually yeah. mentions, yeah, I have the clip, and I'm like, give me. <laughs> well, I was just worried that it wouldn't make sense out of context, because you it's haven't read the book. But yeah, I know. But <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> that is the context. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was one of the first things we talked about when I you. first chatted with him on the <laughs> podcast. Was yeah. about his love of singing and books, right? I don't, yeah. 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 He actually was, he was putting it out there that he was hoping he could do more exactly, and I oh picked my up God. on that immediately. You know? Oh my God! Twisted, <laughs> twisted, things twisted. Yeah. yeah. Well, it also helped. I was like, he's drunk, so this this can be as good or as bad as I want to make it. But you the know, thing is, it's actually good. Really like, good. You get that he's drunk but it's still I, good you sound like and i actually did make sort of a comment like from maddie's pov in the next in the next chapter that he does sound good i didn't want to hit it too hard so so you didn't feel too much pressure yeah, yeah. but but i mean you sound really good and also <laughs> and i mean i'm sure it's easier because you know the tune to jingle bells which fortunately <laughs> is a public domain song so yeah it's yes. not like you had to make it yeah. up as you went along but it was just you. Yeah, that came, that came up in a book that I did because uh, yeah. the author wrote that the dude after was singing, I just had sex, the Lonely Island, um, <laughs> which, I, which I knew. So I did it. Um, and, yeah. and, uh, and the editor asked me, uh, he was like, did you, did you make up that song? And I thought he was talking about something completely different. So I was like, yeah, totally made it up. <laughs> Um, and then I went back and I was like, oh, no, I didn't make that up at all. That's on SNL. That's like 10 million people heard that. Uh, so, so I had to go back. I was like, no, 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 I'll, I'll muddy that up so you don't have to deal with any sort of uh, copyright thing there. Yeah, really. Um, but yeah. So, so moving on, is there, this is such a nerd question, but is there a word for the act of articulating the T sound at the end of words because it's hot and I like it. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I uh, I used to know the name of that, and I can't remember. I Is can't it, do you know, right Mackenzie? Like something along the lines of like glottalization. Dentalized, like, dentalized teeth. Is that right, Mackenzie? Well, stop it, really. Are you are, are you like a glottal teeth? like a glottal stop? Wait, wait. What's the question again? Like, like, but when you arti really articulate the T sound at the end of words, because you, I, I, I hadn't noticed Connor or anyone else really doing that before in audiobooks, and then I realized that you do it too, Mackenzie, for the most part, and it's it's very impressive and it's weirdly attractive to me. Oh, now. <laughs> you know, it's probably just uh, just just for clarity, just you know, it's it's theater training, it's it's specificity training, just you know, just uh, trying to just trying to communicate and making sure it doesn't get lost um i think it's dentalized teeth but i could be wrong about that well that's I this don't. because <clears throat> what that's a dentalized teeth what as opposed to t like an aspirated teeth right right okay where you expel yes. the breath right but a dentalized is a little bit stopped behind <clears throat> your your dent your teeth so yeah I think that's what Kaylee's talking about, but I, I think, can't remember without yeah. hearing the. It's the probably something magical that I don't understand. So I. Yeah. 
It's probably yeah. Not. That's that's the old that's the old <laughs> Billy Shakespeare training coming yeah, up. Yeah, the hot hot yeah. hot Billy Shakespeare. Well, so Mackenzie, I know that Connor studied acting and Shakespeare in college. I don't actually know what kind of training. Same, same here. I trained. I trained in London. I trained in New you York. Did. And um, yeah, I want you know my heroes were people like Emma Thompson and um, oh my god, Mine too. you know, and I got to see uh, I got to see Judy Dench and Kate Blanchett and uh, you know those are all my favorites. No wonder I, I love you. Live there and you know it was just amazing to me. And speaking of Connor, are you you're are you a musical guy? You're a singer. No, no, no. Well, uh, um, I. I just I just loved the the British theater so um uh and they would do they would do musicals they would do stuff in reps so they would do like Candide one night and uh, you know measure for measure the next night with the same cast so I would go and I would watch the National Theater productions and everybody you see on you know like Sherlock or Game of oh. Thrones now is yes. you know was doing was on Candide. stage and no matter where you were, you could understand every word they said. Mm. And it wasn't affected. It wasn't, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know, it was, right. it was just, it was like we're talking now. It's as intimate as if the microphone's right there, just a little ear, right? Right. Right next to your face. And I was like, how do these, how do they do that? How does Kate Blanchett play Queen Elizabeth? Oh. And then she's on, on film and then she's on stage for 3,000 people and it's just as immediate. It's just as intimate. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my, my audiobook has <clears throat> come out of that, just language and communicating and, and loving the theater. It's big. And I'm also a big cheese bucket. I, I love like Broadway musicals and stuff. So it, as broad comedy as you can get, but then in this wonderful medium that's so personal and it's like you're talking to just one person on the other end of your, of your headphones. Yeah. That's why you're perfect for my books and I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> no. um, and also, by the way, I'm trying to, I feel like people are going to expect some drunk singing in the next book too, in a very friendly Valentine's Day. So, um, and it, Sorry. I'm sorry, Connor. What was that? Well, this is like, this is the, you know, where the agent comes in. He's like, Kid, this is what brought you. This is what pays the bills. I'm not doing it. I'm not going out there. It's like, kid, you knew what you signed up for. Damn it, Connor. You sold your soul from the very Yeah. I can put your name on the dotted line. <laughs> I used to do so. I used to mean something. Yeah, well, that was a long time ago. Now you sing drunkenly in romance books. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Listeners well, love so. <laughs> okay, but what I was getting at is that Mackenzie is a singer and loves to sing and has an amazing voice. And so I'm trying to find something for her to sing as well. And I like, and so I have chosen a couple of public domain public domain i was just gonna say <laughs> this you know those magic words public domain <laughs> <laughs> yeah and why not i think i think listeners like to hear they like to hear singing they like to hear music Something like, different. Yeah. well then they'll hear a real singer 
and they'll be like, oh, Connor was right. He's not a professional singer because now okay. we're listening to Mackenzie. No, she's not listening to a music. No, but in not one. writing a musical. She's not, this isn't like, I'm not. you know, Carousel. It's in character. <laughs> in Calm character. down. In character. <laughs> you know what this is, kid. You not know. getting out of it. <laughs> yeah. No, there's truth in karaoke. People, people there's reveal truth. their souls mm. in karaoke. Yeah. Mm. So, so I know that Mackenzie recorded her parts first, and Mackenzie, I think you always do for my books, anyways. Did you did you send Connor clips so he could hear how you did certain accents and how you pronounce things, or did you just yep, do a voice yep, yep, sample, yep. Or? We all, we we communicate. Um, I would do voice. Um, I think the voice samples on uh, oh gosh, just one of my phone apps, and you know we would we could text each other or um, email each other. Um, remind me about this, this, how, how heavy is this accent or, you know, whatever, just to make sure. Mm -hmm. And the answer is always very, very heavy. Yeah. As heavy <laughs> as possible. On the scale of one to five hams, how hammy is it? Well, this one's like five. <laughs> it's 11 hams. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was, this is such a dorky question, but when you guys like are working on a dual narration project with someone for the first time, do you start like a file on them and how they pronounce certain words like either or root so they match up or is there like a standard that everyone knows about a standard oh man wouldn't, <laughs> that, be nice? wouldn't that be nice if we had like a little book that we can consult connor yeah. like, you know like hey is it no there's no narrator 101 <laughs> if it's west of the mississippi it's root and if it's if it's route if it's no um no but those are the types of things we we chat about you do mm -hmm. yeah okay because we want to be consistent but look yeah. if they're from different well, parts of the country they might say things differently but right um you know we keep it consistent it's houston okay. uh, yeah it is it is houston um but okay i have one more nerd question but I always wonder what kind of chair do you guys sit in when you're recording because you have to sit for so long and it has to be quiet Oh my God, Connor, you want to take that one? Uh, <laughs> Is that a weird question? Yeah, I, I just have an old bar stool that I put. Appropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a bar stool. Uh, so you have no I've, back I've, support. I've danced with buying this. There's this super. Uh, yeah, there's a little. There's a little like. Yeah, oh, it's got kind. like this okay. half back to it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's a stupid expensive chair. It's like the Her wait, the Herman Miller Aaron chair. Yeah, is it yeah, like six or seven hundred bucks or something yep. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I assume that's what you use, Mackenzie. The... <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, you're working on a lot. I studied in London, la, 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 and la, la, I have la, la, the la. finest chairs. Whoa. And I went rooting through my liquor cabinet to find. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, yeah, except you, you, you masticated your own bit like bitters. You created your own. <laughs> So, I mean, you were like, listen, I just threw something <laughs> together. So there I was with my pestle and mortar, just creating, you're just whipping something up, you know, something casual. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. This isn't going to make sense unless Viv uh, attaches the, the, our opening. Well, I guess you better attach the opening then, Viv. Yeah. Yes, boss. <laughs> <laughs>
to to not to disappoint you, Connor, but I probably have the knockoff version of the Herman Aaron chair <laughs> that you can get at Staples for one hundred and sixty nine dollars. Well, and I've got a very better. very old Send me a old, link. old old pillow for um, for lumbar support. So sorry to to burst your champagne bubble of uh. um, of my champagne tastes, but my beer budget. <laughs> But one day, I, I have sat in that Herman Miller Aaron chair, and it's it's damn comfortable. That's yeah, good. Better it's good be stuff. for six hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, but it is a business expense. So you guys, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to have the money first to deduct true. it. So there's that issue. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. a little. I'm more concerned with what's in front of my face than what I'm sitting on my ass on. Like. Isn't it just like always your iPad? The micro the, generally the the microphone, oh, the microphone is is probably the most expensive part of our rig. But um, but yeah, and an iPad. And have you seen Connor? Have you seen like the big, huge iPad that's like eleven hundred dollars and it's like two feet long and it's huge? No. Makes, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Wait, wow. it's the iPad. I'll, I'll text you later. It's like the iPad, <laughs> the iPad Pro. Not no poor is allowed. 000. It's yeah. it's like nine thousand dollars. It's no, it's like twelve hundred dollars. I was like, crazy. I was like, oh, I was thinking about it, and then I was like, no. Maybe. Would that make your life easier though? Because you could see more of the page. Yeah, the screen is bigger. Bigger, bigger. No, the text. It's just, yeah, it's just bigger. And you know, yeah, some of these fonts like are too small. Big. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes requesting the book in a, in a doc format's better than PDF, so you can change the size of things if need be oh 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 yeah, oh. yeah that's pro, what tip. I, pro tip pro tip for all i started doing oh yeah oh. so so i don't have to worry about that i can make that whatever i want did, did you hear that whatever i want the thing whatever saw you. It's I want. <laughs> God, stop it stop it it's not uh, a very subordinate employee Christmas. It's a very bossy Christmas. I know what I get hired to do. I love it. I love it. In that first chapter, when you get grumpy and bossy, it's just it's <laughs> so awesome. It, I just get tingly. It's really uh, good. Uh, Mackenzie, I have a question. What what mic do you use? Well, I use I use a a, a U87 clone. Okay. So I have a, a mic that's been that the inner capsule's been taken out and it's been uh, it's been modded by a, a gentleman in in Massachusetts to mimic mm. some of the warmth of the U87 and but it's but it's you know it's custom so it it works for my it works with my voice it's not um, and it God my God it was not as expensive as the U87 which doesn't work for everybody, but it's got mm -hmm. some of those, you know, how about you? What, what's your mic? Uh, U87. AI. Yeah. Uh -huh. Great. I have the AI. I don't have the original, the original, like classic one, but yeah, I switched to that. Uh, I don't I'll be curious if any listeners know I started on the 416 because I was doing a lot more corporate narration, cutting through music, mm -hmm. um, as well as commercial stuff. Uh, and then the the U87, I was like, well, I know what I'm doing here in these books, and I need these warm, deeper tones, which it, it does a pretty good job with. So yeah, I used um, to use a um, a shotgun mic for commercials, but it just mm -hmm. it's too it's too 
centered. It's too omnidirectional um, mm -hmm. for, for this. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've sufficiently bored all the. I non love it. No, you don't understand. <laughs> I'm like sitting here bouncing because I love this stuff. It's so interesting. I don't know what you're saying, but I love it. <laughs> so, all right, listeners, we have a very special treat for you all. Exclusive excerpt from A Very Bossy Christmas. Chapter 11. Declan. Cooper, did you specifically request that I be seated next to the most boring man on the plane? Maddie. Actually, he requested to be seated next to the grumpiest, most intolerable man on the plane. Sometimes things just work out. Woman shrugging emoji. He just described every single thing he had to eat today. In great detail. He didn't have to. I could see it all between his teeth and on his jacket. Be nice. I'm always nice, Cooper. Why don't you try being nicer to me for a change? It's sort of a requirement as my girlfriend. You should probably start practicing now. This is me being nicer to you. I'm smiling at my phone right now, see? Image sent. Jesus, that's what you look like right now? I mean, the finger wasn't necessary, but fuck. Would you care to register a complaint? Yes. No one else should be able to see you looking that good. You should be sitting next to me right now. Better safe than sorry. And I, for one, am not sorry. You have a stopover at Dulles. You should be on this non-stop flight with me. It's stupid. I'll be in Cleveland an hour and a half after you land. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Woman face-palming emoji. Already thinking about getting into bed with me, huh? I like it. But this arrangement is unnecessary and a waste of time, and it's already terrible. Who are you sitting next to? It better not be a guy. Oops. Time to put the phones away. See you in C-Town, hun. Winking face emoji. That had better be a sexy double entendre. I will remind you that I've got dibs on your C-Town until January 2nd, Cooper. Potential consensual dibs. Cooper? Maddie? Unacceptable. Text me when you get to Dulles and when you leave Dulles and when you land in Cleveland. And when you realize what a bad idea it was for us to travel separately. And when you realize how much you miss me. And we hope you've enjoyed that excerpt um, of the very Boston Christmas with the December 16th release date. <laughs> no, I will not. Things to stop it makes us have to laugh more. It's just... Yes, that is true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you have it. This is part one of season two, episode six. Part two will air on Friday, December 11th, 2020. Thank you so much, Kaylee, Mackenzie, and Connor for taking the time to chat with me. If you're not yet members of Kaylee's reader group, Kayleeville, or Connor's official fan group, Connor's Cuties, make sure to join as they may be getting some exclusive goodies coming their way soon. Both groups are on Facebook. Also, please make sure to follow everyone on their social media platforms. You can find those links on the episode's post on Viviana Enchantress of Books. And until next time, happy listenings. A heartfelt thank you to all of our audiobook loving podcast Patreon. Special thanks to Michelle Sutton, Jing Kemp, Jen Franklin, Brittany Cottingham, Kimberly Reed, Leanne Schwartz, Christine Cox, Christy Reitz, Jennifer Graham, Cindy Pittman, Mendy Summer, Jenny Johnson, Jesse Stafford, 
Chrissy Font, Rhonda Pezzarello, Evelyn Clarisi, Michelle DaCosta, Emily Dye, Michelle Bastard, Farah Blair, Candace Platel, Carol Liebner, Bethany Crane, Teresa Martin, Jennifer Mirabelli, Kaylee Loring, Victoria Butler, Alyssa Prendergast, and Gabriella Cesarek. The Audiobook Love and Podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive early access to podcast episodes, exclusive content with our guests, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobooklovin. We thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening. <laughs>